Good. Let's ask for God's help as we think a bit more about the resurrection and Easter. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray, please, that you would help us now as we turn to your word, the Bible. Please teach us about Jesus. Help us to believe. Strengthen our faith, we pray. Amen. Well, boys and girls, adults too, it is a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing that Jesus is risen from the dead. And it was brilliant just there to hear about uh, the woman going to the tomb, finding it open, finding it empty, and how it changed everything. But I want to begin by asking you just for a few minutes to use your imagination and to forget what is real and true and instead to imagine. And I want you to imagine uh, that on that first Easter Sunday morning, you were there. You were there with the women as they went, as they walked to the tomb. Maybe you even talked with them. Maybe you carried the spices that they were carrying. But as you get closer and closer to the tomb, unlike what really happened, you don't see any angel. And the tomb isn't open or empty, just closed like it was on the Friday. In fact, everything is just as it was. After spending some time looking at this great big rock and feeling sad, you go home, feeling just as sad as you were when you went. There's no conversation with Jesus in the garden. The disciples don't meet Jesus, and in the weeks that follow, nothing changes. What would happen if Jesus didn't rise again? What would that mean for us? And how would that change our lives, those of us who follow Jesus? Well, some people say it wouldn't change hardly anything at all. They say, well, we'd, I'd still go to church, and I'd still pray, and I'd still worship God, and I'd still follow Jesus, and I'd still do all of those things. I'd still look forward to a wonderful future with God. That's what some people say. But God says, no. God says, all of my gifts to you depend on Jesus really rising from the dead. And God says, if Jesus didn't actually really rise from the dead, then all of my gifts to you would come crashing to the ground. I'm going to read to us what God says to us in 1 Corinthians 15. It's going to come up on the screen. A few verses here. This is what the Apostle Paul says. This is what God says. If Christ has not been raised then your faith is for nothing. You are still guilty of your sins. And also those in Christ who have already died are lost. If our hope in Christ is for this life only, we should be more pitied. We should be pitied more than anyone else in the world. But Christ has truly been raised from death, the first one, and proof that those who are asleep in death will also be raised. What's God saying? 
Well, you see, Jesus' resurrection is like the bottom bricks of a great big tower like this. Boys and girls, I need your help here. What, what happens if you pull out the bottom brick of a great big tower like this? What, what, what would happen? It would fall. It would fall. Should we find out if it really does fall? Here is the resurrection brick. And it did indeed fall. <laughs> it did fall. It did fall. If you take away Jesus' resurrection, the bottom brick, all of God's gifts come crashing to the ground. Gifts like, let's have a look. Gifts like faith. Gifts like faith. God says, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is for nothing. Your faith is empty. If Jesus didn't rise again, having faith in Jesus would be like carrying around a great big birthday present, only to open it and find there's nothing inside it. It would lead to a huge disappointment. What else would be ruined in a pile of rubble? Forgiveness. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, we can't be forgiven. God says, if Christ has not been raised, then you are still guilty of your sins. If Jesus didn't rise from again from the dead, he didn't complete the mission. He left off halfway through. What would that mean? Well, we've got a great big list of sins here. Things we've done wrong, lying, hitting, being mean, being angry and jealous, greedy, selfish, and boastful. And boy, the list could go on and on. If Jesus didn't rise again from the dead, all those wrong things that we've done would still be on God's list in heaven. If Jesus didn't rise again from the dead, when we meet God, we would have to pay for every one of our sins ourselves. It's an awful thought. What else would be ruined? Well, let's have a look. Here in the rubble, future. We would have, if Jesus didn't rise again from the dead, we would have no future. God says, if Christ has not been raised, those in Christ who have already died are lost. If Jesus didn't rise again from the dead, we have nothing to look forward to after we die. We would have to wave goodbye to any hope of living with God in a wonderful new world. We wouldn't be welcomed into heaven. We wouldn't be given new amazing bodies in God's new amazing world. We wouldn't get to live with Jesus forever. All we would face is God's punishment against us for our sin. It is an awful thought. What else would be ruined? Our story would have a big impact on our story. God says, if our hope in Christ is for this life only, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, we should be, more, we should be pitied more than anyone else in the world. 
In other words, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, our lives, our stories, would be like one of those stories you read that just makes you want to cry. It would be so sad. We'd be, our stories would be like Rattan's. This is Rattan. Um, Rattan uh, lives in a village in India. Rattan didn't have a job. Rattan uh, didn't have the privilege of going to school. He was extremely poor, and as I say, lived in a village in India with his wife and three daughters. One day, Rattan got a text message on his phone. It was from the BBC. It said, you've won 200,000 pounds in the BBC National Lottery. Congratulations. Send us your bank details, and we'll send you the money. Rattan had never got a text message like that before. He wasn't used to using a phone or any technology. So when he got this message, well, he was excited. He believed it was true. He called them back. But the man on the phone said, well, you, you've got to pay us some money first. And so he begged and borrowed and got some money together and paid them the money, but they still didn't give him his winnings. He wrote to them again and again. He talked to them on the phone. They said to him, oh, didn't, didn't you get the money? We sent it to you. How strange that you haven't got it. Eventually, Rattan decided to go to the BBC offices in Delhi, and he journeyed for a thousand miles. But when he got there, his face fell. He was sad because they told him there that there was no such thing as the BBC National Lottery and that the people who had contacted him weren't from the BBC at all, but had been thieves who had lied to him to steal his money. How very, very disappointing. God says, if Jesus didn't rise again from the dead, then for those of us who trust in Jesus, our stories are like rattans. People should feel very, very sorry for us indeed, because we would be heading for one horrible disappointment. If Jesus didn't actually rise again from the dead, all of God's gifts to us come crashing to the ground. So, if you want to tear down the Christian faith, if you want to prove to the world that Christianity is just a load of nonsense, there's just one thing that you need to do. All you need to do is to show that Jesus didn't actually rise again from the dead. If you can do that, I'll quit my job, I'll leave the church, I'll throw my faith in the dustbin. That is how important Easter is. And by the way, that means that if you're looking into the Christian faith, perhaps, this is where you need to start your investigation. Did Jesus really rise from the dead? Because everything else stands or falls on the answer to that question. If for the adults, I've got some printouts um, at the back, just at the, 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 the little table on the way out. Uh, the resurrection, fact or fiction. I've got about 10 copies. If, you, if you're visiting, if you're looking into things, you would be so welcome just to pick up a copy like that of, of, of one of those and have a read for 10 minutes uh, this afternoon or this evening. And of course, I'm always ha happy to meet up and to chat, to think through this most important of questions.
everything stands or falls on whether Jesus really rose from the dead. If Jesus didn't actually rise, all God's gifts come crashing to the ground. But, now boys and girls, you can stop using your imaginations now. You can come back to the real world. But Jesus did really rise from the dead. As Paul says in verse 20, Christ has truly been raised from death. When the woman got to the tomb that morning, they did see an angel. And the tomb was empty and open. Mary did have a conversation with Jesus in the garden. And in the weeks that followed, everything did change. The disciples did get to meet the risen Jesus and many, many others too. Because Jesus did actually rise again from the dead. So we can rebuild our tower, can't we? Boys and girls, can you remind me, what is the, what is the bottom brick of our tower? What's the bottom brick of our tower again? Does anyone remember? Yeah, go for it. Resurrection. Absolutely right. So we can, put, we can start to rebuild this. Jesus did uh, rise. So we can put that back in place. Um, what else can we rebuild? We can rebuild our faith. We can put that back. Our faith, because Jesus rose again from the dead, our faith is not empty. It's real. Faith in Jesus is like carrying around a great big birthday present, opening it up, and finding it's far, far better than we could ever have imagined. A wonderful gift. What else can we rebuild? I'm going to bring these over here. We can rebuild forgiveness. Let's build this up a bit. You see, because Jesus really did rise again from the dead, we can be forgiven. Jesus has completed the rescue, not just dying for our sins, but also rising again to show us that it worked. It means we can look back and know for sure that all of our sins have been forgiven. It means we can look back and know that Our great big list of sins is ripped up and no more. We can be sure that we are forgiven. What else can we rebuild? We can put back our future into the tower, can't we? Because Jesus rose again from the dead, we do have a future. We can be absolutely sure that we will live with God in a wonderful new world. Paul says in verse 20, Christ has truly been raised from death, the first one, and proof that those who are asleep in death will also 
be raised. Now, boys and girls, anybody uh, here like planting vegetables, planting vegetables, Carrots and peas, and yeah, I see a few hands. Yeah, yeah, it's great fun. It's great to be planting stuff. Um, imagine you plant some carrot seeds with your mummy or your daddy, and these carrots have been growing underground for months until one day you go outside and you see that one carrot is ready. It's ready to be picked. And so with the help of your mum or dad, you pull it out, and there you have it, the first carrot, the first fruits of the harvest. Now, your mummy is particularly happy. And you say to her, why, why are you so happy? It's just one carrot. What's the big deal? And she says to you, yes, it's just one carrot. But this one carrot means that all of the other carrots that you planted are going to be ready soon as well. It's only a matter of time. And Jesus rising from the dead is like that carrot. It's the first fruit. It means that everyone who trusts in him will likewise rise from the dead and experience new life and new bodies and a perfect new world. It is only a matter of time. What else can we rebuild? Our story. We'll put that back in. Our lives uh, become one of those amazing stories with amazing ending. It means you don't need to feel sorry for Christians. You don't need to feel sad for them. It means that we're not heading for disappointment, but joy. You see, God says, all of my gifts to you depend on Jesus really rising from the dead. Which means if you're trusting in Jesus, you can be absolutely sure that all of those gifts, faith and forgiveness and future, wonderful story, that all of those gifts are wonderful and true and real, because Jesus rose again. So boys and girls, just as we finish, adults too, if you're ever not sure, if you ever think to yourself, is this real? Is faith real? Did, uh, am I really forgiven? Is the future worth waiting for? We look back to Easter, and we look back to the proof that Jesus really did rise from the dead, because if you look there, you can be sure of everything else. And it means if you're not yet trusting in Jesus, this can become your story. Your life can be like a great big tower full of God's gifts to you, a future and forgiveness and faith and a story. Your story can be one of real faith and full forgiveness, a wonderful future. All you need to do is turn from your sin, accept Jesus' rescue, and with his help, seek to live for him. Because if you do that, then, then your story can be like our story. Our story and all of God's gifts to us can be yours as well. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ dying and rising again. We thank you that we can be sure. We thank you that we are, if trusting in him, forgiven, that our faith is real, that our future is wonderful, and that our story is transformed. Give us real certainty, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.